0: What's up, Nana Nation, lovers of the Not For 30 podcast? This is Pod Life. Now, with me on the line today is Michael Carter. He's from the Someone Date Us podcast. He's a producer on the show, but Mike has some pretty impressive history. He went to the Toronto Film School for acting and screenwriting, He's been a part of this podcast since its inception, but he's also done a whole bunch of other things. In 2015, he hosted the relaunch of the Canadian Nerd YouTube channel, as well he's a member of the... Full House Film Production Team. Um, he does a lot of things, and this conversation was a lot of fun to have. We brought out instantly, and he's definitely someone I want to keep in contact with. If you want to see some of Michael Carter's fantastic producing, as well as somewhat guest starring on the Someone Date Us podcast, check them out. They're all over the place. You can find them on Instagram um, and any of the podcatchers, Somebody Date Us podcast. It is awesome, and it's definitely some insightful stuff. Anyways, with that being said, this is episode eight of Pod Life. Nation and lovers of Pod Life. This may be the second to last episode, and I had to get this gentleman on on the line with me right now, Michael Carter from the producer of Somebody Data's podcast. Michael, say what's up to the Nana Nation.
1: What's up, Nana Nation?
0: Buddy. um... This has been very hard for us to put together, mostly on my behalf, uh-huh. but thank you so much for doing this. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited to have you on it because I know from the second I saw you at the CPAs, I wanted to talk to you, but I didn't, so I'm glad we're doing this right now.
1: I know, no, I know, we, 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 that's on both of us, we both didn't really have a chance to uh, to get around to each other, there's a lot of people there.
0: A lot of people. Okay, so let's yeah. get into our history. So okay. we, 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 we saw each other at the, at the Canadian Podcasting Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I noticed you because, like, I saw your hat and I was like, fuck, this hat's awesome, dude. Like, I so badly <laughs> just wanted to be like, yo, where'd you go? I wanted to cop that. Like, I... I, yeah. I saw that hat. I was like, "That's an awesome hat." It's like it said "luck," but it's actually fucked with the F upside down. Yeah. I, oh, man, so hot. I loved it, man. <laughs>
1: do you know what? I um, I, that's one of my favorite hats. I love it. I forget when I wear it around kids, though, and I'm like, "Oh, I think <laughs> you guys could read." So uh, yeah. Um, and so
0: you, so you guys are up for a podcast award as well, right?
1: Uh, do you know what? I, I no, we weren't actually. We oh. Okay. Weren't. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was just all part of the the pod bootcamp that we went to. And after we heard that there was going to be some kind of function or like awards afterwards. So we're just like, okay, cool. Let's, uh, Let's go to this thing after. So I remember I ran home like so. When I got like redressed and everything else, and we uh, we came by and everything. And after we got there and just saw like just like the huge just influx of people, and we're like, whoa, this is this is crazy. This is a community. It's like our first time ever really experiencing that. And uh, I remember I, I sat down where I sat down, and it also I'm like, oh wait, this is the stage. This is where they're going to be presenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, really.
0: it was it. What it definitely wasn't like the layout that you would expect when I yeah. when I heard about the award show. I'm like. Uh, I had like first of all, I didn't even know we got nominated until mm-hmm. uh, like two or three weeks before the award show, and we put out like these blasts to people, just being like, "Hey, help us out here!" Like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know how we got nominated. I don't know any of those things. And yeah. when I when I started checking out the other podcasts in our category, we were hands down the smallest podcast on there. Like, some of these people have like over eight thousand Instagram followers. Like, I was trying mm-hmm. to like look them up. I, I mean, we we're gonna get crushed. And the fact that. Like we were lucky enough to win. I and I don't know if it's just a popularity contest or what, but man, man, I almost, I almost pissed myself when they when our logo popped up. uh, and, uh Now, was it super awkward? Like, I need, I, I need to know for my own insecurities. Was it super awkward that we forced our way to the front to talk? Like, I felt <laughs> like that was awkward.
1: No, no. I felt like no, we weren't it,
0: supposed to do that.
1: Well, I don't think anyone really knew what exactly to do. I, to be honest, I would have did the same thing. I okay. I would have done the same thing, right? Especially because. Um, and like you said, you didn't. You had no idea you guys were even really nominated. And the next thing you know, like you, you come up with a win. You come up with a giant W. Like why not? Oh
0: man, yeah. Do you, like, I'm that like, happened back in February. I'm still buzzing yeah. about it. <laughs> like I'm still. I bring it up casually when I'm talking to like new people. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, like I, you know, I casually do this podcast. By the way, we won the Canadian Podcasting Award. No big huh. deal, though. Like, <laughs> no big. like, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Like at one point, it's gonna go up there with the crown and other crown achievements of my life. But yeah,
1: yeah, pretty. Yeah. We're
0: pretty happy to be there. But I, I knew when I saw you, I was like, I need to go talk to this guy. Like, A for the yeah. hat for sure. But also, mm-hmm. I was trying to mingle within the community, yeah. and um, so I'm, I'm really happy that you agreed to do this because I've been meaning to touch base with you since February. So thank yeah, you dude. for doing this.
1: No, absolutely no. It's my pleasure. Going back to the you guys in the wind and everything, uh, I also found it hilarious that like pretty much like the next day, that was on your guys' Instagram. <laughs> like,
0: oh, that day. night. Listen, if if I wasn't if I wasn't that intoxicated that night, it would have been on that night. But yeah, I, I was I was so shocked and like yeah. even too like you meet new people like we met a handful yeah, yeah. of cool people. So like you're adding everybody, you want to like mm-hmm. share photos and all that stuff. And and I you know like. It's one of those things. Like um, we've been doing this for we'll be, uh, we'll be going on four years pretty soon, and nice. you know it's like you do this. You do this passion project in hopes yes. that it's going to be like great. You hope that it's going to be something worthwhile. And when you get mm-hmm. like recognized like that, man, like, it's all the validation we needed to keep going. And you know, I, I told this on on one of the other podcasts. So I won't go into it, but I like I had been thinking about shutting it down, being like my life is too crazy. You know, like mm-hmm. I got two young kids, you know, there's tons of things going on in my life. But after that, I was like, I'm, I'm doubling down. Like yeah. we're in a legit studio. We're making this yeah, happen. Yeah, man. So, all right. So not about me. This is about you. Now, yeah. you're, now, what is your role on the podcast? Because I haven't interv- I haven't really interviewed somebody that does solely what you do.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh mainly I am like categorized as like you know, the the producer. I'm the one that does like the edits and everything else like that with the podcast. Um I'm kind of like the a little bit like the unsung like fourth member, you know, I'll drop a little tidbits here and there because at the end of the day it is very female focused podcast. Mm-hmm. um we do have like uh male guests on there we do uh have like obviously like i'm there so there is like my input when i do want to speak up and everything else like that um but the the, the whole purpose of it was to kind of have that like you know three girls chilling sharing a drink and just like just shooting the shit and i didn't ask if i could swear but i'm gonna go with that anyways
0: you're good you're good buddy all right awesome Okay, so how, how do you get roped into this? Like, are you trying to bang these broads? Or like, what, what, what Like, how did you get, like, are they paying you? What's going on? Are you guys friends? Like, how did, how did the, the chemistry happen? How did that stew get, how did those ingredients get put into the, the soup?
1: Yeah. So it's kind of crazy because, um, Carly and I wanted to, one of the, the co um, we actually work together. We both work at one of the, the big top five banks in, uh, in Toronto, she works in communications and I work with, uh, the crazy, uh, IPA automation uh, the robot department basically. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, we've always, uh, we've always been friends and we've always kind of shared like both like our, um, our dreams of like doing like other things, me, like with like film, her with like a whole bunch of other entertainment stuff. She's a really naturally funny person. And, um, she was oh, she was talking about the podcast for a long time. And after her, uh, she met up with like, uh, Lauren and the Sal, their friends, and they kind of percolated the whole idea before I even came on. I was very much the last piece of the puzzle. So when they kind of came up with everything and they needed someone to like actually help with like, the technical stuff, like the actual like the recording and the microphone stuff and everything else that she came to me. It's just like, hey, Mike, I have this thing would you be interested in helping out with? And I was just like, sure, anything creative, I'm absolutely down for. Um, so I came on. I was actually only supposed to be on to kind of like go in there, help out with like the first like pilot episodes or two and actually teach them how to like edit the stuff on their own and everything else like that. And after it just came down to me, just like staying on board. And um, it's been awesome ever since. So yeah.
0: Right on. I, I always find it interesting how people find their ways onto, into the podcast world. It, it's, it, I mean, some people just get brought on because of their personality, and some people have the ambition to do it. But yeah. it seems like you're probably A and B on that, right? Like, I feel like, you know, you you have the history to do that kind yeah. of stuff, So
1: yeah no absolutely it's um i I think that was also part of part of the reason why uh probably brought me on as well because i did have a background with uh with podcasts and um in audio media before because i was like uh, i also helped host um a youtube show for a while um called the canadian nerd uh where i hosted their uh their show called nerd talk and uh even within that we had like uh audio reviews for like nerd movies and stuff like that we also had like a a short-lived podcast with it so coming along with that history it kind of made it a it kind of made it easy for her to kind of pick me as a candidate to uh, to come on, and I already had, already had a passion for it and doing all that stuff too. So yeah. it's, and uh, always down to help a friend too. Legitimate, yeah. platonic. So yeah, it's
0: okay. <laughs> That's good. All right, right on. Um, you know, one one of the things we always strive for, and it's like it's our mantra around here, is is the passion over paycheck, and like you don't have to get into yeah. nitty gritty, but like mm-hmm. dollars invested versus dollars earned. Like now, are, are like do you guys feel comfortable enough that? If you guys make zero money from it it's okay and it's, it's just enough that you're getting that creative itch or do you find that like hey guys at some point we need to start making them dough? well it, it, it's
1: kind of it's always kind of like a tough question to talk about because it's um we when we started it it was absolutely we didn't even think anyone's even gonna listen right <laughs> you, know, that's always. It, you, you always come into it not thinking no one's even gonna, anyone's even gonna listen you don't come into it thinking like um Oh, we're gonna make like millions. We're gonna make like crazy, you know, Jake Joe, Paul, Joe, Joe, buddy, Joe, exactly, yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like that, right? Yeah. No, you don't even think about coming into that. You just want to think like, how many people can we reach out to? Uh, do people even want to listen? Are is the, the the things we talk about even worth listening to? And um, and so yeah, n- nowhere was there like a paycheck or or becoming some kind of like becoming rich out of it, like really a thing. Um, but of course, as time goes on, you just started thinking like, wouldn't it be cool if we had like merch? I'm always the one who's like pu- pushing like for merch shit. Just because yeah. not so much to like um not so much to, like no make a buck out of it really. I just think it's like it would be super cool to like have uh have like you no know, like like a hat or something like that. You're walking on the street and there's, there's someone making like a hat that you designed. Oh, right. My there's God. the creative part of it, and stuff like that, right? So
0: my biggest dream, man. My biggest dream is just to be in a random spot and be like, that guy's wearing the hexagon. Like, yeah. You know, like it, that, that means I, I had like my friends all bought in, mm-hmm. but it's like when you get like this random thing, it's like, uh, whatever, like, uh, whatever John Smith in, um, whatever, like rural Alberta wants to buy a hat, and you're like, yeah, okay, cool, like now I gotta send a hat to Alberta, like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's
0: no, see exactly. how this works out,
1: yeah, yeah or even coming up with like an exclusive gear for like your special fans, you know, like, uh, yeah, uh, like, go back to show. <laughs> Rogan but like the death squad and stuff like
0: that it'd be cool. yes yes yeah oh man okay so g- give me a little bit of background like on you like so you you went to film school yeah you, you were always kind of in into the entertainment and, and ultra creative side hmm. but then you got into banking or is that just like a side like is yeah, that just yeah. a swerve or what, what happened
1: uh so yeah it's yeah no it's pretty much pretty much like the bank stuff keeps the lights on right in right fair enough um it's crazy because like uh, I always well, I I didn't always I wasn't always into like the creative stuff like I grew up like doing like sports and things like that even though like I was very reluctant and I'd always put up like a hassle doing sports I did like soccer I did football for like the hot men in high school and stuff like that and it wasn't until high school where I actually quit football to do drama which was like a big thing with the football team so it was pretty much like yeah. Pretty much like varsity blues, or like uh, or or like days of confused. It's like you want to fucking like quit football. Yeah, wait, like,
0: are you? You wait. Were you referring to the whipped cream bikini? Because that's what I was thinking when you said varsity blues.
1: Do you know what you want to go with that? We can totally go with that. Fine. Yeah, because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like,
0: okay, what school did you go to? I, I obviously went to the wrong school. <laughs>
1: no 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 not so much with the lupine but just you know the the, the, the defiance to want to like do something different than what you're were right. right potentially you know structured to do um but you've been stereotyped as. Like, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah because we're, we're very much a sports family too and uh for my like uh, a lot of like the guys in my family they all play football um there's always the weird thing though that everyone got injured before they like actually like made it made it so that was always in oh. the back of my head that was always just like i don't want to you know, hurt my knee or something like that or hurt my back or anything else of that. And then, you know, what's it all worth? You invest all this time to something that you really have like no control over, like what happens to your body. Um, so yeah, then, yeah, turned to drama and then that kind of like leaded to like doing like school plays and stuff like that then I went to film school uh, after I had a teacher come to me and being like yeah you shouldn't be here you should go somewhere where you can like you know help foster your gifts as like you know being like a performer and stuff and then that's when I got to film school I started doing that for before acting directing screenwriting met a lot of cool people got to work on a, a lot of cool projects and stuff uh, from like films here like in, in Toronto that filmed at the time um, and after uh, and then yeah then Went, did that, and then got into the banking because at the end of the day, it, it is a hustle, and you what know, I jumped a big part. Actually, uh, before that even happened, um, so when I was like on my journey with all the acting and the creative stuff, um, I actually ended up getting sick. I got sick. I ended up getting, I'm just going to say a story, maybe. No, we'll try not to. I ended up getting cancer. Actually, goodness,
0: yeah, Yeah, exactly. You you miss a big part of the story. I
1: missed a big part of the story, exactly. Yeah, I know. I ended up getting cancer and I I had to deal with that. And after, like, a lot of things changed, um, clearly out of that whole situation. And after, um, and after when that all passed and everything else like that, it kind of helped put things to like perspective. Like, uh, growing up and going through like the whole acting stuff of that, sometimes you're very, um, you're, you, you care a lot about like how you look and stuff like that. You know that's very much the selling point uh, in the whole entertainment thing. And so when um, when obviously like my body and stuff like changed and everything else at the time, I kind of had to put things in perspective being like, you know, you can't just focus on one thing. It's cool to do other things. But I wanted to keep it in the arts. So I always kind of like branched out and did other things. I focused more on writing and everything else like that from writing scripts or writing like novels or short stories or whatever. And um, or uh, like helping other people write scripts. And uh, I had a writing partner for a while. And then, um, but then of course, you know, you have to start paying bills and everything else like that. And uh, I always worked at the bank for summer jobs. Uh, my mom worked there for a long time. And, um, and so I always kind of built up a pred there. So uh, after a while, I ended up going back there and worked my way up and worked with the team I work with now. And I feel pretty great about it because I just watched a video today about robots shooting firearms. So I'm glad I'm on the good side of the robot. On-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to need a couple of us to, to get to the next level. So as long as you're on their good side, I think you have a very good future.
1: Exactly. Come by the server room straight down with some press. <laughs> Make them trust you. So, yeah.
0: And anything you can get ahead. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So when were you introduced to podcasting? And, like, um, you know, what were your first couple pods that you were into? Did someone, did you discover it or does someone introduce you to it?
1: um i do if, if anything i want to believe it started with a uh, more gaming podcast and if anything it came from like my brother he's a like, huge gamer he's like five years younger than i am and um and it came from like things like uh like ign they had a they had a podcast going on yeah. the, called called uh, beyond they had like yeah the, the whole with like greg miller and stuff like that and uh then I also screw attack had a podcast as well. So I got into that. And then then slowly got into uh like Joe Rogan and stuff. And I was also listening to radio as well. I was listening to like uh, uh one of my favorites at the time, and I wish it was still on, uh, Loveline Love Line with like uh Dr. Drew and I uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, Mike Capperwood. And um yeah, well, I like, literally used to stay like in the car and listen to Love Line like late at night just to like totally yeah. And after, yeah, and then it slowly evolved into, like, more of the, the comedic podcasts and, like, all the Death Squad stuff to um, to uh, anything with, like, you know, Ari Shapiro and Bert Kreischer and all those guys. Yes, and, yes. And, uh, and I've seen a few of them a few times. They're, they're awesome. I actually smoked a joint with Ari.
0: Awesome. No way. I, uh, yeah. I saw Ari and Joey Diaz in Buffalo a couple years back. Oh. And uh, I asked, I asked uh, Joey Diaz, I'm like, what's a momo? And he's like, what do you mean, what do you mean cocksucker? What do you think you don't momo? So I'm like, half idiot. You know, and he starts going into it. And uh, at the time, I was dating my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, hey, dog, is that your girl? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, what a beauty. I'm like, fuck, Joey Diaz? <laughs> yeah. And then I married her. So I, I've always had this like dream of like sending, because I have the photo of me and Joey Diaz that my wife took. And my dream is, like, to send him that photo and being like, yo, Uncle Joey, guess what I did? And <laughs> uh, and just, and just like, connect the story. But him and Ari Shafir destroyed the stage. It was amazing.
1: Oh, don't doubt it. Yeah. no. Yeah. It, I saw Ari at a place downtown called The Underground. And um, I don't know if it's still around anymore, but it, it's awesome because it was, um, from the front, it just looks like a whatever, like that, a weed paraphernalia spot. Then the back, it opens up into a comedy store and everyone's getting high in the back so the acts are on stage and they're all like getting the residual high and um i was with a group of friends and ari was on stage and he starts like it's ari shapiro so he just starts throwing like racial jokes and he starts like going on a whole bunch of black jokes and uh the group of people that i'm with for the listeners i am black and for the group of people that i'm with uh we just start like heckling we just start like laughing our, our asses off and he turns over and he sees me he's like oh shit Hey man, I'm, <laughs> and I'm just like it's all good. He's like nice That's uh, great. After the show, yeah, man.
0: those Death Squad guys—they're my favorite. Um, you mentioned yeah. Burke Kreischer. Are you listening uh-huh. to his new podcast, Two Bears One Cave?
1: Yes, yes, that one. Oh. And, then, uh, and uh, Tommy Buns, of course. Your oh, mom's I
0: I am crying during that podcast. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Oh yeah, because. Because Bert Kreischer just opens uh, himself up for so much abuse every time, and Tom Segura just—he just like he just feathers them in, Mm -hmm. it's like saucer passes, and Bert just drowns more and more, and he's he's totally okay with it because he's in the compounds of like a friend, but his friend is just baiting him all the whole time.
1: Although, if you remember those times when like Joe would dig in on like Bert like really early in the day, and then you could kind of see it was kind of already Bert. Well, yeah. like Bert would show up to the podcast for a while. I'm like, what happened to Bert after like yeah. the drug?
0: Totally. They started yeah. sober. Sober. like, yeah. In like 2008, 2009, when like Rogan's podcast really started to blow up, mm-hmm. it was like, I, I like all those early stories of those guys, and like he would introduce everybody to like Joey Diaz. He's like, this is the funniest man on the planet. Yeah. And he'd tell these like crazy stories about like, eating, like, the stripper's asshole and, like, just doing bumps <laughs> of cocaine off of it. I'm like, I, you know, like, to my ears, I, you know, I had, I'd think about that and it'd be kind of funny, but, like, no one would ever do that. And here's a motherfucker who's actually done it and he's, like, he's screaming into a microphone about it. Yeah. Like, I love it. Like, those guys, those guys are are one of my biggest influences when it comes to podcasting.
1: Oh, absolutely love them.
0: Yeah, they're, and, and, and they're lovable guys, you know, it's not even, yes. like, you know, you, you listen to you guys and you're like, oh my god, another douchebag. Like sometimes when I listen to Dalia, the like Chris Dalia, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I'm kind of over the act. But um, when I listen to yeah. those guys, they, they just they 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 seem lovable.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, don't. I've heard that I've heard that before about D'Elia's podcast as well. Because I love Chris Dalia, but I've heard yeah. that the people being like, I can't listen to this podcast all the time just because it it he, like he's he's on all the time. It it seems like totally. Um, yeah. But, uh, but it's funny because I was just laughing to a comment he left on Brian Callen's uh, Instagram not too long ago. Brian Callen had a picture of like his hand next to someone else's, and he's like, "My hand," and after compared to like a worker's hand. And uh, Chriselia just dropped the comment. He's just like, "Yo, man, bro." Uh everything you think is interesting is not interesting.
0: <laughs> like he, he like he's a funny asshole. Like that like he's a very funny douchebag and and that's his charm, I get it. But he also seems like one of those guys who'd be like a CD guy who like sells like bootleg DVDs in an alley. Like he also has that charm too
1: yeah but to yeah. kind of come back to like our podcast and stuff like that uh being that those guys were very much the same inspiration for me too and it comes down to just them being just genuinely them they're just being them and totally. uh, and that was always the focus no matter what like um even the way how we structure our podcast like it's literally just a bunch of us just sitting on the ground we're sitting on the ground at a table you know the girls have their wine i have whatever beverage i decide to come with so i can feel somewhat of a masculine so i don't drink wine all the time yeah, so yeah. I, Whatever. That's my talk. Masculinity, but um. <laughs> uh, Pink, yeah,
0: pinkies, you know, pinkies
1: up, buddy. Pinkies up. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and uh, and then we just like we just do the shit, and it's like um, yeah. And I get to be around for girl talk, and that's awesome. I'm always I'm always down to be a fly on the wall for that. So yeah. yeah. Learn some stuff on the way.
0: There you go. Okay. So does it ever get turned on you? Like, you know, if if one of them's having a bad day, and like you know how they they kind of like, cause I I'll t- I'll give you this part. Like I work with all women. There's one other guy, and there's like 16 other women. Hmm. And then in my home life, it's me and I have to, me and my wife and my we have two daughters. So like I got a lot of estrogen flowing through my blood. Exactly. Yeah. Do you ever get the pile up, the residual effect, like a bad date? They're talking about it, they all share that experience, and they turn to you and they're like, Well, Michael, what do you have to say about that?
1: <laughs> it's happened plenty of times. Oh, um, or I'm sorry, buddy. turn to me. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Or they'll turn to me and they'll be like, How come he did this? I'm like, I don't know him. Okay. <laughs>
0: I don't know why he. Did I'll it. ask about the next guy meeting. I don't exactly,
1: know. Exactly, exactly. But if anything, I'll be like, well, let's, let's, let's sit around and actually explain to me like what happened, and I can I can maybe pick out maybe what he did wrong, and I thought maybe we can discover together maybe what you could have did differently.
0: You know, <laughs> you know that, that's very diplomatic of you to say like find out what he did wrong, like he actually did something wrong, and like uh-huh. she's and who whatever female saying it. Didn't do anything mm-hmm. wrong? Like, maybe yeah, it, it was you. Maybe it wasn't him.
1: That's the thing. Let's talk about it out loud, and let's see exactly what actually happened. Because sometimes when you actually talk about things out loud, you maybe catch something that you did. You know oh, Very so, good point.
0: Very good point. It makes sense in your head why you were justified, and then yeah. when it actually comes down, you're not. Okay. Yeah, it makes a lot of
1: sense. Yeah, exactly. We, we've had that. We have um, – there's uh, There's actually one. We have – no, actually, it already came out. We had a, an episode talking about uh, fuckboys. Uh, the whole notion of, and and that was, I remember walking into, because I wasn't feeling well that day, not that I was, like, sick or anything else, that I just, you know, sometimes you're just not always in the mood to record, Mm -hmm. Um, like, I I, I love doing, I love doing the podcast, but depending, like, how your day is, or anything else of that, or the type of person that I am, there's days where I just want to kind of, you know, just, like, sink down in my own place and, like, not deal with people. But whatever, you have to record. And um, so I remember I came to record and everything else, and the the whole notion of buck boys came up. And uh, I remember they looked up a a definition of urban dictionary, and uh, they just started, like, reading it off. And this was clearly written by someone who just got scorned one too many (laughs) times. Uh, by a guy just just rip it in after I could, I look around, I can see like the rest of the girls, they're getting in often too. Like it's, it's amping them up They're They're starting to get like thinking back to all the situations they were in and everything else. I'm just like, Oh fuck. Okay. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to I'm going to like, <laughs> I started thinking I, I barely watch wrestling. Um, yeah. but like when I, when I did, um, one of my favorite wrestlers was, uh, was Randy Orton. And I always loved how he kind of like would slow down the match if he's fighting someone who's like, I say fighting when he's up against someone who's, uh, who's like, you know, like really quick, like a high flyer or something like that. He, Wait, once hold, he on, got a high, hold on,
0: hold Yeah. Are you going to say you arcadoed all the girls no, and walked no, no, away?
1: <laughs> I'll well, say is like, I kind of, I brought down the pace a little bit so they could think a little bit, you know, you know, yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. else.
0: You slowed I, it I, down. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Slowed it down. Exactly. I slowed it down. And, uh, and after I just started uh, talking about how, because we're getting really amped up about the whole fuckboy situation, and I, I kind of throw it out there, like, no, not, not, every, not every guy who's considered a fuckboy is a write-off, right? There's, yeah. there's some guys who, uh, who absolutely are. They do with no remorse. They're very manipulative or anything else. There's some dudes out there who have what well, I like to call fuckboy tendencies. You know, that they're 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 not full on werewolf fuck boy where like they do yeah. the deed and they don't remember what the fuck happened the next day. Yeah, so like, yeah
0: they're just dipping their toe. They're just dipping yeah. their, they're just seeing what's up.
1: Exactly, and we're all, we're all emotional people. Sometimes you do something that's out of your character; it's not even truly you. But you know, we have crazy chemical imbalances and everything else in our own influences, our own insecurities. So, uh so everything else. I was just kind of bringing that notion to the table. And after when I when I start to express that and everything else, about uh, you the girls, I could see like they started opening up to it. They started thinking back, and I'm like, okay, they're still heated. They're allowed to be triggered. You're allowed to feel a certain way about, it, especially if someone's done you wrong. But it's that whole thing about just kind of slowing it down, and being like. Okay, maybe I can see how, like, maybe there's a possibility that not all of them are write-offs, and we got a lot of good feedback. I got a lot of good feedback, anyways, from guys reaching out, and being like, "Dude, just thank you, thank you for saying that, thank you for yes. coming out there, and everything else." So that was a good
0: thing as well. One thing I, I've known because um, a lot of times when we have um, we only have like a couple of females on the show, not yeah. that like not that we don't, but just not that we don't purposely, but most of the time we're not we're not trying to go like that that. Avenue. We're mm-hmm. just trying like we're trying a lot of dick jokes, a lot of fart jokes yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, like when we have Greta on, aka Miss Six, she yeah. is like she. will When she was in the dating game, she'd be like, "Yo, what's going on with this? Like, why are my DMs filling up with dick pics? It's like, there's, <laughs> there's guys just cutting to the chase. Like, you know what's gonna happen at some point. Mm-hmm. So instead of all the small talk, it's like, here's what's up. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I get yeah. it's not romantic, but mm-hmm. you have to. Like, you guys look at the big picture here. The big picture is the ga- the game's gonna start at some point. You already know. You put a big booty pick <laughs> on, you know what's gonna happen. So yeah. like, let's just cut to the chase. I, I get it, I, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I, I think sometimes too, the balance the, the men are from Mars, women are from Venus, that kind of breakdown is is a very entertaining thing. I can see why the I see why you guys are having the success you're having. Because yeah. you know, but but you need more protection, my man. Like you need a human <laughs> shield. Because I, cause I understand all avenues of what's going on. I understand your three co-hosts' um, position, but I understand yours. So what I'm doing is I'm offering my services as a married man, happily married uh-huh. man. I can help deflect if I need to, but I yeah. can also work as your attorney. I can always butt in and be like, Michael, do not answer that question. It's Dude, like I love it. Please women, la- yeah, ladies of, of the Please Somebody Date Us podcast. <laughs> just take a breath we're just gonna uh, just and then bam our KO, and then we're done <laughs> just to bring, bring it back up. it's cool hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah you never have to worry about a wrestling reference here i got your back buddy perfect perfect oh okay so let's let's get back back into like the, mm-hmm. the purpose of this. this this whole series is podcasters talking about podcasting and yeah. One of the most important things that, I, and I, the things that I have the most trouble with, is the highs and lows of the podcast game. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can give me some of like the highs that you guys have had, and some of the lows that you guys have had, um, and then we can just kind of like bounce bounce those away. Because I'm sure you, you guys have had some nice success. So yeah. give give, like, give it to me. Like, what are, what are some of the high five moments that the somebody data's podcast has had?
1: Well, it's just just the growth overall. It just um, it's happened so quickly. We just we, we released really, our first episode debuted on like January 9th, I believe it was. Um, that's why we didn't we weren't considered in the in the podcast awards. Oh, it, right on. It came out too late. Yeah, um, but we're totally happy to be there. Um, and yeah, and just the growth overall. Like I believe like maybe like four months into it or so, we were yeah we like ten thousand downloads. Now we're at uh, twenty six thousand downloads and uh I know we have i believe 2600 followers on instagram and everything else like that and we're we're getting our podcast is listened all around pretty much the, it's crazy to say like it's listened all around the world in some kind of capacity like we have listeners in like iran and like uganda and, and everything else like that so um it, it's nuts on that kind
0: of capacity and everything else like that um doesn't that blow your mind that like somebody so far away is, is yeah. hearing your voice i love i love that
1: yeah, I know. It's absolutely nuts. Um, it, it's it's hard to comprehend. Uh, probably one of the biggest highs for me, anyways, a personal one is when we had uh, we actually had a therapist come on to our show and um, and she sat down with us and she was talking about couples and, and therapy and everything else. And she actually said how like she tells her clients that they should listen to our podcast just so wow. they feel like they're yeah, just so they feel like they, they're not the only ones who are going through this kind of relationship stuff. There are other people out there. And that blew my mind because I'm just like, Whoa, lady! We are yeah. not educated in anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but thank you and everything else that. I, I think that also kind of coaxed me to kind of like double down and uh and be um, be better with uh the kind of content that, that we're putting out there. Be a little more responsible with it since we know there are people like listening to it for more than just entertainment, but actually know to have a friend. So uh, you know,
0: it is it's actually one of the most important things. It's like people are dedicating their time. You it yeah. can't all be dick jokes and fart jokes. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's, I mean, it's really conscious of you guys to do that. So that's a pretty big high, like the numbers, yeah. like, the growth, that's all amazing. All right, so g- give me some lows, like get down, like like what are some, like, have you guys had any setbacks or anything like that?
1: Um, It's really the only low I can think of, because uh, I don't you know want, being that we're so early into it, I, I feel like we're still very much on that, um, we're in that honeymoon phase with it. Right, we we do come to it like still excited and everything else when we do meet up, even if I'm having a bad day or whatever like that. When we actually hit record, like we're in it, we're we're having good, we're having a good time with it. Um, we haven't run out of ideas just yet. Like, there's never uh, there's never a shortage of some kind of article online about dating that we can uh, discuss about, and uh, and we're all still dating, so there's never a shortage of stories, whether they're good ones or horror stories. Uh, you do come across being that it is a podcast of three women. Um, three attractive women you do uh you will come across you know the the, the weird comment here and there um, on the instagram or, or anything else like that um but uh we're all pretty safe and everything else so it's uh it's good in that sense but um but yeah if anything maybe just like the production side of it too um, that, like I said, we're on a, we're sitting on the ground and stuff, like that. it'd be nice if we had some kind of like studio space, but we're we're always moving around. Our, our podcast is very mobile. Uh, it just switches from each person's living room here to there. So
0: right on. yeah. And where are you guys centralized? Are you guys all in the city? Yes, yeah, so we're all in the
1: city. We're all in Toronto. Uh, that's awesome. uh some girls are like in midtown and, uh, the, there's three of us that
0: are right here, smack dab in the core. So, nice. uh, that's perfect yeah. then. Yeah. It works. No, no, no shortage of stories. I got to imagine coming from there.
1: Oh no! Of course not. No, especially in, uh Especially in this city, there's um, yeah. there's some there's some kooks out there, man. I've I've heard yeah. stuff. Guys Hold are doing
0: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. We're we're uh, we're venturing out. Uh, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll probably be like a couple weeks ago. But we're venturing out for our mid mid-season or mid-year staff party uh, mm-hmm. we try to do like one or two staff parties a year and we have this like great working relationship with steam whistle and okay. they let us use their boardroom and we record and it's like so That's much fun dope. yeah and it's like and so we're uh we're, we're bringing we have like two offshoot podcasts mm-hmm. the awkward throw clear there in chalupa and the midnight owl mm-hmm. and aaron's actually coming from. He he's he's based in Alberta. Um, okay, like roughly Edmonton, let's say. But he's coming down to Ontario, and he's going to do That's he's awesome. going to do the damn thing. So yeah, so he's coming, and then um, Tim Carr of the Midnight Owl, I believe he's mm-hmm. from like Trent, Ontario, or something like that. I might be I might be botching that completely, but
1: I can't remember. I did I did listen to the pod life episode with him, but I couldn't remember where he's from. But yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, but yeah, no, like so it's it's just amazing. Like I mean, one guy's flying from close to like. The other side of the country yeah and the other guy yeah. is driving like two and a half, half hours to be here um but i, I mean we, we've built a small network of people and we're, we're just gonna, yeah we're gonna do the damn thing it's gonna be a lot of fun that's but, awesome uh, no i
1: love
0: it yeah i mean I mean, that's what we have to do right this this community yeah. canadian podcasters are i mean there's a lot of podcasts for the size of canada i mean i think they said at, at pod camp there's like over four thousand canadian podcasts yeah, and that's... you think of the population size I mean, yeah. that's a lot of podcasts for uh, our small community. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's, you know, whatever, like, let's say 400,000 in the States. But oh, that's right. Absolutely.
1: People,
0: oh, yeah. And, I mean, like, how do you carve your market? Like, how like, dating, I feel like, is, is very relatable. Like, yes. our, our angle is kind of like um, life in your 30s. How old are you? Should I'm, I, 32. I I'm 32. Okay, so you qualify. Thank God. Yeah. I was worried you just said like, 25. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, we're supposed to be making fun of you, not. Anyways, but I'm, I'm glad you qualified. But yeah. our angle goal is like you know, like in your thirties, like as as someone like myself, who's a who's a brink, a fringe millennial, a zillennial, as they call us. Okay. Um, I'm kind of like half and half. Like I I just turned thirty seven this year, this summer, and hmm. for me, it's you know, I I think of like how different the life is. And that, that's kind of where our comparison at our podcast is. And that, that has a shelf life that won't always be like um, a, a topical thing, but dating like you guys are doing is that's always going to be a thing. Even if computers take over our lives and we're only yeah. marrying people when we swipe right or up on them in a profile, like that's always going to be a thing. So you guys have enough juice to get you a far distance.
1: Yeah, we got lucky in that kind of sense with the, the topics we'll be talking about and everything else. So, um, you know, it's it's worked out well. Um, but it's
0: nuts. Yeah, you know, it's definitely nuts. Yeah. So, do you do you where do you see the podcast evolving to? Like, it, what happens? Like, I mean, if if you guys, I mean, I got, you guys can check out the podcast Instagram. I mean, you're mm-hmm. right. There's three attractive girls. You're not so bad looking yourself. Like, Thank one you. of these days, you guys are all gonna get hitched up. What happens yeah. then? <laughs> do we get see- that a
1: lot? Because so, I, I know the, the whole title of it is somebody date us, but, um, it's, uh, it, if someone ends up in a relationship, if someone gets like hitched up or if all, if all of us do, um, we're, we're still able to do it. We're still able to talk about, it. we're still able to have interest guests. It changes the dynamic a little bit. It brings a new flavor to it. Like we're, totally. we're not scared of the change. It's, uh, it's not because I think it goes back to being genuine. Like it's not a, it's not a shtick, right? We're not just going to stay single for the sake of the podcast, like if you find someone if you find love go fucking find love right
0: (laughs) yeah isn't that the goal uh, of life to find to find someone that is
1: yeah yeah find someone just there has to be at least someone at least in my sake please let there be someone but like yeah (laughs) no absolutely so uh it's it's very what it's a very interesting one it's uh we had a guest uh just recently uh we did like we did a, we recorded a bunch of episodes because a lot of people a lot of the hosts are doing stuff. Um, some are going on trips. Other people are doing good weddings and stuff like that. They have lined up, so we, we had to pre-record a bunch. And um, and that was one of the, one of the first things. Uh, it was actually a buddy of mine. We decided to have like another heterosexual guy on the show because it's been a while since we did have one. Uh, we, we've had a, a a lot of uh, uh like LGBT LB, LGBT guests and everything else like that. So it's um. It was nice to kind of have like another guy's perspective besides mine, and um, and yeah, that was like the first thing he came up with, just like what happens, what, what happens if, uh someone gets in a relationship or anything else like that. And it's just like yeah, it doesn't. We've discussed it. it. Doesn't change much. It stays the stays the course.
0: Yeah, okay. I think at one point, like even if it evolves, you can always kind of go back to it. Or I mean, whatever. Even if you have to do like a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a change of of the 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 mantra of the podcast you can still do that and people, exactly people are already so attached to the to the the characters and personalities that are on there they're not gonna yeah. give a shit what it's called
1: no exactly yeah yeah and if you marry one of us you marry all of us so it's yeah
0: there you go yeah so yeah. but here here's the question who emcees the wedding because if you guys are all used to being kind of like podcasters you guys um, can be good in front of the mic who emcees yeah. that wedding do you guys all share the duty
1: uh i would like to think so but i know it's gonna fall upon carly <laughs> so I was, that's hilarious Most was like i'll probably follow up I'll probably maybe she'll want it too uh i'll yeah. I have no issue uh seeing anyone's wedding well, that's that's,
0: where it's, that's it's good that's good yeah I, I think that's the way it has to happen too well maybe what you guys should do here's an idea what if you guys create a group tinder account and you're like mm. the whole profile is like if you date one of us you date all of us
1: uh, be, you know, we we talked about something like that well not so like, we, we have imaginations like the, the notion of um of, uh, sugar babies and sugar daddies always comes up and we're just like, didn't you know what? we should just be like a sugar family. Like we should just find like, you know, like a, a rich guy with a rich wife too. They both make their own money and they just both need, you know, people. So like, you know, yeah. all live all live in a compound together and, um, and, and make it happen. I always say like, that's good for you guys. Cause you know, the, the sugar daddy can take turns. I'm going to be working the whole time. It's just one dude. Like I'm going to be fucking exhausted. But like,
0: yeah, yeah totally. I mean, but who cares? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, it'll make great content, and that's the best right? game of the game, right? Yeah, get a
1: sweet studio out of it.
0: You know, it, <laughs> listen, it is the dream, my man. It is the dream. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. Okay, what else? Okay, so do you, do you see you guys branching off doing other things too? Maybe like a YouTube channel, or like maybe even something like who knows, wherever the big next media content platform is do you guys prefer the podcast life or do you want to eventually get back into youtube or whatever it's going to be the thing twitch or whatever it is um, what, what, the, oh, do okay. you want to take that take that somewhere maybe do like some kind of variety show or or do you guys just want to are you guys happy in your pod life
1: we're always thinking about new stuff new things to do um where I, I know there's like discussions of doing like a live show um yeah stuff like that trying to get that to work um i know down the road we will probably want to like incorporate cameras and and videotape it and put it up on youtube and everything else because there's a lot of things like the listeners missed out on like there's like we all say some crazy shit and there's like (laughs) facial expressions that like a lot of people are missing out on when uh when people say certain stuff so uh recording it would be awesome it also uh it also means that we'd all have to be like in a in our in our, our tip top figure, uh, because a lot right. of the times we're we're slumming it. We're just slumming yeah, it like yeah, yeah. you know, someone has a towel over their head, you know. Yeah. Just, you're like, like, you're whatever,
0: like right? a little it's production media, like okay, hey, ladies like whatever. <laughs> You're in a production media exactly. like, listen, ladies, <laughs> everybody has to wear a bra. no bra <laughs> with stuff. Everyone's wearing a bra, okay? We got some cameras coming in, we've got to look good. Yeah, I got
1: We've got to make sure you got the
0: lighting. I like it, I like it. Um, you know what I think would work were wonders for you guys is like animation. Like, what if you had someone like animate, like just a, a segment, and just put that on the Instagram? I feel like that'd be fire.
1: I think do you know, I love that. I absolutely love it because I know there's a few episodes that um. I even just want to like, dabble with sound effects with stuff like that. Yeah, sound effects in like a few episodes and stuff like that. Like, so I remember there was uh, we had one story where uh, i believe it's a Sal who was discussing it how there's um a guy talking about how it was it was one of our sex episodes and um he was talking about like masturbating to like um a, a picture of his mother or something like that Whoa. and uh yeah, when she was younger exactly you know and i was say i found i went online i found like the, the little sound bite with the guy being like bro <laughs> and I just, like, dropped it in like right there because it was just like the most perfect moment to drop it in and everything so we, we've we dabbled with things like that and but having animation i absolutely agree that would be uh an avenue that's uh that's that's different it's engaging it's it's gives something um visual for people to look at i'm a visual person so I'm i'm absolutely down with that
0: yeah, I think, I think for you guys really be like timeless, that can do a circuit, and then, you know, you can even put that towards, put that in front of some other eyes that might want to put that onto, onto I won't say network, but like the, the yeah, digital yeah. avenue, I think that'd be money for you guys. Okay, yeah. let me ask you this. As a mm-hmm. producer, like, do you enjoy the role as producer, or do you want to be more, like, do you want to be more behind the microphone than you are, or do you prefer kind of being the puppeteer? I am, oh, man uh I, it is a tough question
1: yeah, yeah yeah no it's like no i do i do prefer my position where it's at because for the sake of the podcast it it is focused on those women and um and i and i have no issue like dropping my my tedbit here and everything else at that but for the focus it is like having girl talk and yeah. um and i'm and i'm that one i'm that one like friend that you remember from way back from way back that you know is harmless and he's okay to be around and everything else like that yeah
0: he's but <laughs> He's safe. He's safe. That's a He's question. safe. <laughs> but, Mike um, the safe Carter. I like it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's terrible. What a friend yeah. zone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mike, king of the friend zone Carter. King of the
1: friend zone Carter. Yeah. Uh, my high school self He, my selfless. But uh, but uh, yeah no, it's like great for this for this podcast. I'm I'm absolutely I'm absolutely cool with that. I like I enjoy doing that. Um, if we if we branched off and had like another another sub podcast, like how you have Pod Life and everything else like that, and let's say if it was like focused with, with like it's it was me and Asal hosting or me and Lauren or me and Carly, then then yeah, the dynamic would change and everything else like that. But we really sold this on those three girls and everything
0: else there. Yeah. and uh, and I enjoy being along for the ride. It's yeah, uh, fair enough. Good, good point. Now. Yeah. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe you need like a, a, a once a month, like Mike's power hour, where it's like you and just dudes just broing out and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dude, I just, I just smashed like a, di- like a dinosaur on the weekend.
1: <laughs> you know, like
0: maybe you need that j- just to offset the balance of everything too, but also kind of add another layer to the family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The entourage, for sex in the city.
0: Yep, there you, you know what, yeah. you fucking nailed it, dude, you nailed yeah. it. No, I got
1: it.
0: Okay, I mean, because, I mean, I, I guess yeah, I, I'm really enjoying this, and you're definitely a personality, you're You're not, like, a producer that I imagine, like, I imagine you're much quieter guy, but, you, like, you're electric man, so I, I feel like you belong on the other side of the mic, I don't want to push any buttons or anything like that, but do you, do you <laughs> see yourself, like, do you see yourself um, maybe, like, spin off or maybe your own thing or whatever, or like, or do you not, do you not kind of, do you just prefer like, you're like, okay, listen, like I'm really good. Just dropping my 10 bits. But do you, do you ever crave like, I don't want attention. It's not the right word, but like the spotlight, no, no, yeah. because you're a theater guy, right? Like I feel like that's yeah, kinda like hand in hand.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm always, my, my dream would be to have like a network where yeah. there's a different variety of like podcasts or entertainment or any kind of thing like that. So, for for what I want to like branch off and and have like my own thing in conjunction with the somebody data's uh, podcast, absolutely, absolutely. I I um at the same time like it's this is such like a learning and development kind of thing that we're we're still learning along the way and I'm still learning how to how to do this all better than I did it before. Um, I believe it was uh, I believe it was Tim that you had. Uh, on, yeah, I think it was episode two where yeah, he Tom said. Car- uh, yeah, he said his goal was to like listen back to two episodes and like not hate himself or something. Like yeah, that. right. Yeah, not, totally. Not I hate his voice or or whatever like that. And, uh, yes. And that and that's always the goal. That's always the goal because I always like listen back to it and I'd be like, "Oh, really, man?" Or like whatever they think to. So it's uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I, I, I absolutely see it in the future of the Somebody Data's universe. Yeah, you know, I like it. Have Grand shop episodes, right? The Kardashians have Keeping Up the Kardashians and everything else. Like, why can't we have you know like. Mike adventure or whatever like that.
0: Yeah. Mike, so uh, yeah. The friend zone with Mike Carter. I think it, it could exactly. a huge hit. Yeah. yeah, friend yeah. Zone. I like how yeah.
1: to get the fuck out guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Finding the exit of the friend zone here. Always with Mike know Carter. your exits. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. So here, um, one of two things, one, of course, thank you for doing this. I don't want to cut this too too short, no, no. but, um, I'm ending every podcast with the same question and I'm hoping one day it makes this like majestic poster. Um, <laughs> so even though you're on the production side, you're still a voice and a character of reason among three wild ladies. Yeah. So what I need to know from you, Mike Carter is what does it, what does it mean to you? Sorry. What does being a podcaster mean to you? Now take a breath, digest yeah. it, let it kind of come together you don't have to rush the answer. Yeah. Take a deep breath in, breathe it in, and let me know what it is. Okay. Oh, man. It's a, what is it to be a podcaster?
1: Um, <laughs> it's uh, coming from the background of podcasts that I'm, that I'm used to, those discussion-based podcasts. Being a podcaster is really about like, you know, facilitating thought right to facilitating a discussion to facilitate just to bring something out of someone maybe that they weren't prepared for that they maybe never thought about all the time but yeah just to get the, the brain going and to get the discussion going and to yeah just to bring people it's and about community too very much about community because uh from, from the people on the, on the actual podcast production side to the listeners, like we're all in it together, like we're all engaging, we're, whether it's through them listening, whether it's through um, us like communicating through, uh, through Instagram posts and going back and forth and everything else like that, like constantly meeting new people, constantly meeting people from different walks of life and constantly getting different perspectives on life and dating or just whatever so it's very much that it's that community base it's facilitating thought it's it's all of that and it's um and i love it i love it that's part of the reason why i got into um all the artsy stuff all like the acting and everything else like that it's 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 telling stories it's um it's engaging people it's um yeah yeah so very much that's it Uh, that would be it yeah
0: beautiful my man um the table is set Please plug the podcast where people can find it, plug your Instagram, plug whatever you want, let the nation <laughs> and all the listeners know where can they find you?
1: Absolutely. Well, you can find me and a Sal, Lauren and Carly over at the somebody data's podcast on all podcast platforms from itunes spotify the whole shebang and bang um if you want to find me personally you can find me on instagram at mikey mike x26 on instagram there i don't post um super often but you will catch me usually on weekends posting stuff about vinyl records because i am uh, i'm i'm obsessed with that kind of stuff yeah. and uh yeah and, and the girls over at somebody date us on instagram and everything else yeah
0: right on my man, thank you so much. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. I before we leave, I gotta tell one quick story. And yeah. I dropped the ball and I need you to fill in the <laughs> blank. So yesterday we were supposed to record yesterday. <laughs> and and um so like so the reason though that I missed it is because last minute we weren't planning on on buying essentially the door that's gonna yeah. be in the studio. Yeah. And like last minute, I was like, Okay, let's just go tonight and get it. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being like a whole cluster, and I and I was frazzle from the beginning, Um, Mm. last minute thing, and then I got home, I totally forgot about everything, but you sent me this awesome message, do you remember what you said?
1: Oh, I can't, I can't remember what I said, I'm like two glasses of rum in right now, but go ahead. Yeah,
0: let me remind you then, because it was one for the record books, and (laughs) I I, I looked at at it, and I was like, oh my god, man, I'm an idiot, so, (laughs) okay, so it's like, um, you wrote to me, I'll be good Thursday, blah, blah, blah. Okay, hold on. Sorry, that's the wrong message. (laughs) Um, It's like, it's all good. Because I said to him, man, I completely forgot my bad. I owe you one. Can we do it tonight? And you're like, yeah, man, it's all good. Haven't taken an L like that since I stood up at 10th grade semi formal. Dude, when when I knew that, I was like, man, me and Mike are going to get along, man. This is like, that is like a, a, a page taken from my book. I, I, so I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate the fact that you gave me the time today.
1: Yeah, you no, know, uh, things happen. I do that, so it's fine.
0: Yes, man. And and hopefully next year at, at PodCamp, we can hmm. actually have a drink together. You can I tell mean. me why, where you get your cool hats. Maybe, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll even try to get you some Not After 30. Hopefully by that time we'll finally actually have our new merchandise that we've been planning, no joke, for two years. But we still have the trigger on. <laughs> But um, yeah. and then and you and the somebody data's podcast has my vote for next year's top adult podcast for sure.
1: Oh, no. Same with you guys, man. Like the fact that you guys have been doing it for the time you've been doing it, like people burn out in this. And I love the fact that you guys just keep on going, putting it out Grinding, there. Grinding,
0: baby. Grind.
1: Grinding. It's all about the grind. OK, I'm yeah. a big I'm a big MMA
0: guy. So it's like, Daniel oh, man. Grind yeah. Grind. Yeah. Now, is he going to retire? He has to retire.
1: He has to. He has he to. Has to. I, I I appreciate Daniel. He's a great champion, but um, there's only so much you can take, man. You got a family. It's okay. Don't be extra.
0: Yeah. Two two bad losses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You, yeah. You you got to go, bro. Good ride, but you got to go. Then he needs <laughs> to sign with the WWE and or AEW, <laughs> and he has to do something there because he he's too good not to.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And do AEW would be awesome for Cormier.
0: Oh, man, the, the whole the whole promotion will be awesome. Okay, yeah. let, let's let's say goodbye to the, 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 the listeners. Thank you so much for doing this. Me and Mike, we're going we're gonna to have, like, a post-show right after this. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, this is, I think, the second-to-last or third-to-last uh, pod life, and then we're going to get back to our regular scheduled program, hopefully in the new Billy Shears Podcast Studio. With that being said, thank you for, as always, for downloading, tuning in, and checking us out. Good night.